0: This episode of the Rock Rockin' a Hard Place podcast is brought to you by Tweaked Audio at tweakedaudio.com. Use the code HARDPLACE for 33% off your order. That's tweakedaudio.com. This is the Rockin' a Hard Place podcast. I'd sit this one out, Cap. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods.
1: There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. You
2: don't know
1: the power of the dark side. Let's not stand on ceremony here. And now,
3: here are your hosts,
0: Chris Cougar and Paul Wilson. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to another episode of the Rock and a Hard Place podcast. If you're watching on the video, just as <laughs> just before we transitioned, Paul was trying to do something where only half his face was on camera. Um, and he was making these kind of weird faces, like he was really trying to stretch for something that was just out of reach. Uh, and I was hoping that he'd be able to get back into frame before we actually kicked it over to start doing the live portion. So, uh, hi, Paul, how are you? I've been better, but I'm okay. Okay.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Nothing like getting the blue screen of death right before you're about to hit record, right? I mean. Well,
0: you know, it wouldn't be fun. a normal episode of this podcast if we did not have some kind of electronic issue on either end. Agreed. So, Agreed, it just ain't right. It just mm, it's just it feels like we're missing something. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. We need to uh we need to have that technical issue. You know, maybe the audio will cut out two or three times for the live stream folks and we'll have to kind of <laughs> finagle our way uh through that, but I, I I don't know. Anyhow, it's been a while um, since Paul and I have been able to get together. And if you're listening to this, that means we were successful. And it also means that we've started recording on our new day. Um, Wednesday nights are pretty much a no-go for me right now. And for who knows how much longer, I'm still low guy on the totem pole. Although I did find out that they're hiring four more people. Uh, that are going to start their training starting tomorrow so Mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks i won't be the lowest guy on the totem pole any longer so i'm excited about that i i don't think it'll get me any benefits but uh you know i'll take it well well you do what you can right (laughs) right exactly uh so you know wednesdays Are, you know, I'm being scheduled a lot right up until six o'clock, or I'm having to work like a closing six to 10, something along those lines. So they, um, I've asked specifically for Thursdays off because I'm starting next Thursday teaching a radio class again at uh, Rincon Valley Christian School. And so I want to make sure that I just don't work on Thursdays. And that's the one day that I told them I'm absolutely not available at all. And they've stuck to that so far. So I know I'm going to have one day off during, during the week. And, Paul, when you and I talked, you felt like Thursday might be better because, mainly, you're done with the show by Thursday, the Christian Rock 20
3: yeah yeah which makes a huge load off my plate because there were several times that we didn't do a
0: show because i'm like i have to get it done right i have
3: to get it done
0: (laughs) and considering that that goes out to a bunch of different stations and there's a lot of people that count on that more than count on this we certainly want to give uh uh precedence to the christian rock 20 which i'm totally fine with yeah so
3: that's very generous of you i appreciate that man
0: yeah well you know considering you're making such bank off of that it's uh (laughs)
3: yeah well but see here's the sad thing i'm still making more than i am off the podcast (laughs) that's
0: true that's true uh let's see here so um i'm trying to think there's no real housekeeping that we have to deal with just you know letting you know thursdays is going to be the new live stream thursdays at uh, around 6 p.m pacific time is uh, what we're shooting for so those of you that can join us we'd love to have you hang out with us uh on facebook live And you can make comments and you can tease us and you can do all kinds of stuff during the live show. Um, It's better than Josh Clifton because he normally just yells at us while he's working overnight when he listens to the podcast. So you actually could be here and have some input and and all of that good stuff. So uh, be sure to tune in. Uh, Paul, you were busy. You went and collected some news for us to talk about today. Yeah, well, there
3: was a lot of news because it's been so long. So some of this is not exactly horribly new, but still it's new since the last time we've talked to anybody on the podcast so i figured we could race through some of this stuff
0: yeah absolutely uh the band emery you might have heard of them they've had their fair share of problems recently with their tour vehicles breaking down uh but the band keeps pressing on uh and like the solid road warriors that they are the band bought a really old bus and are in the process of renovating it apparently they have a live video that they filmed the other day and uh, they still have quite a ways to go in the renovation they don't have any air conditioning and they are in the heat of the west coast right now so this is where we can all come in. The band has launched a little campaign via their website where you can get an exclusive 17-track live album for $25. The bus looks totally DIY and punk rock. So consider helping them out today and keeping them on the road so they can continue blowing up speakers all over the U.S. and beyond with their explosive rock and roll. Ooh, I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, how long ago was that posted and how far along are they on their goal? Do we, do we have any ideas since then? Um, no,
3: I don't, but I can check it out. Um, that was posted, I think like a couple of weeks ago, at least. Okay. Um, I don't know if they are, I don't know if they are really saying, uh, they're hoping to raise five
0: grand. I'm trying to see if it doesn't seem like about. much, but at 25 bucks yeah. a pop, that's a lot of album sales. Right. Right. So I don't know. It
3: doesn't seem to give a running total or anything. Cause they're doing it through their website. So. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, you can keep tabs on that. So if you're an Emory fan, exclusive 17 track live album, uh, could be a good deal for you for 25 bucks and you'd help get them to a town near you at some point in the future.
3: Yeah. And, uh, also, they're doing a pre-order for a book about them, written by the drummer from the band As Cities Burn, who works with them on the uh, on the uh, Tooth and Nail labeled podcast, which uh. is quite good. It does have some profanity in it, but it's it's pretty interesting to kind of get a deeper dive into some of the uh, bands from Tooth and Nail history. So, gotcha, gotcha. Cool.
0: Um, there's a comment from Matt Wheeler that says he's just saw, saw that Solid State Records is giving away a new sampler through Noise Trade. Did you know about that? I did, and I promptly forgot about it in the midst of okay. everything else today. But it does apparently
3: have a new, supposedly unreleased track by the ongoing concept on it. I haven't gotten a oh. chance to look at the rest of the track listing, though. Gotcha.
0: All right. Uh, Canadian Post Hardcore Heroes Secret and Whisper recently shared a photo on their Facebook page. While there's only speculation at this point, the posting seems notable as the possibility of a future album and tour was mentioned in a note published six years ago. Seekender and Whisperer's last album, Teenage Fantasy, was released in 2010 on Tooth and Nail Records. Which it feels weird that it's been that long. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's... I... (sighs) i'm trying to i know we played secret and whisper it was probably off of that album um tim was always terrible about putting the album titles in when he uh (laughs) when he was putting songs into the system i still give him a bad time about that every once in a while um but uh, i know that we did play a a couple of songs off of secret and whisper's latest album at the time so i I bet you that was what it was sweet Uh, Metalcore act August Burns Red has released their debut single off of their new upcoming album, Phantom Anthem, and the song is titled Invisible Enemy. The band also has released a music video for it made with puppets. The album is slated to be released through Fearless Records on October 6th, 2017, and uh, you can check out the track listing online if that is of interest to you. Puppets? Come on! What is this? Sesame Street? There's nothing more metal than puppets, man. Man, I mean, I <laughs> can understand. Especially if they're metal puppets. Well, like me without you, puppets kind of fit them because they're just a bit out there sometimes. But ah, I don't know. True. Abr, a little strange. <laughs> uh, let me see. Oh, Kirk wants them to to. Pl- he said, "Please let it be the cheesy church puppets." <laughs> oh that would be awesome okay i just thought of something the most metal band you can think of does a music music video using nothing but flannel graph yeah oh yeah that's where my brain went too i'm like yeah oh yeah totally man that could be epic somebody needs to do that take a take a song and do it all in flannel graph (laughs) Uh, let's see what's up next. Jason Dunn of Hawk Nelson and The Lights Go Down. Or, and just Lights Go Down, excuse me, not The Lights Go Down. Uh, he's announced <laughs> he's going to be reuniting with some friends or under, under a new band name and will have new songs to go with it. This new music will be similar to early Hawk Nelson, a band he fronted for more than a decade. He's also been teasing a tour of Letters to the President in 2019, which is the 15th anniversary of that album. Anyone stoked to hear new pop punk by Jason Dunn? The last Lights Go Down EP was great, and I have a feeling a new band uh, in that Hawk Nelson pop punk style will get fans salivating. Yes. I, so
3: And and the new band is actually going to feature at least two of the early Hawk Nelson members. Oh, is like, that right? Who are no longer part of the band. So, right. Yeah, okay. the whole thing really just started off of, hey, Letters to the Presidents, really, I still think is my favorite Hawk Nelson record. And <laughs> wouldn't it be great to get together and play those songs again, like, say, maybe on the 15th anniversary and play the whole record? And what would people think about that? And so he actually did a series of videos back and forth between him and the old Hawk Nelson members. I'm talking about it. And nice. there have been brainstorming band names and all that kind of stuff.
0: Fantastic. Uh, let's see. The Showdown Southern Metal Death Metal Band from Tennessee is recording again. For the first time since 2010, the band is recording new material for a film that will be in production next year. Rock all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, KJ52 is launching a Kickstarter campaign to raise funds for a documentary being made about his life you can follow their progress and see clips on facebook (laughs) (laughs) it took me a
3: second (laughs) sorry Sorry. if you are not a long time listener to this podcast you totally don't know what just happened
0: (laughs) just search for the jonah movie (laughs)
3: That's not if you want to know what the inside joke is. That's if you want to know about the documentary. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Uh, You can see. (laughs) Well played, sir. Well, played. I didn't mean to throw you that far off your game there, Paul. Uh, That was great. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Since we're uh, talking about crowdfunding campaigns, let's see what it is that Garrett has for us this
2: week. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice... Howdy, Garrett here with your crowdfunding update for the Rock and a Hard Place podcast. Classic rock alternative band the 77s are running a Kickstarter campaign to reissue their 1990 album, More Miserable Than You'll Ever Be, on vinyl. This album was really a micro-solo album, when the 77s were kind of not a thing for a while. It's a collection of demos now it takes, but it's some great, great songs. They've already met their $10,000 goal for putting out the album. They're still about $1,000 shy of their $15,000 stretch goal that would make it a double LP project, including some added bonus tracks. Options include multiple versions of the album on CD with and without the bonus songs, as well as multiple variations of vinyl. If you're a 77s fan, or you like 90s Alternative or Blues Rock, you have got to check this out. The campaign closes Thursday, August 31st. Australian alternative band We Are The Outpost just launched a Kickstarter campaign for a 5-7 to track digital EP. Their goal seems very reachable at less than $1,000, and the campaign closes September 7th. And while it's long been a thing for Japanese folks to get excited about American heavy metal, here's your chance as an American, if you're an American, to get excited about Japanese heavy metal. Amari Tones are a Christian heavy metal band from Japan that are putting out a concept album about japanese christian history and they've launched an indiegogo campaign to help fund it it closes in about a month they're only looking to raise about twelve hundred dollars so be sure to check it out if you want to discuss these or other campaigns join us at the crowdfunding christian music group on facebook we would love to see you until next time remember great music doesn't just happen so get involved
0: awesome thank you garrett appreciate that very much um so i have a question about that though the japanese metal is it actual metal or is it baby metal?
3: <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, I, I don't know. I kind of hope it's baby metal just because I think it'd be fun.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a very weird genre of music right there. Uh, the wedding is getting back together. Most of the original members to perform a one night only show in their home state of Arkansas to celebrate the 10th anniversary of their much loved album, polarity they'll play the full record back to back they're already selling tickets for the show that'll be happening on september 30th also smlxl vinyl is giving the vinyl treatment to both polarity and to their debut album as well yeah
3: which is funny because i discovered that after i actually made the hard news for this week's show and i was going through i'm like oh yeah well and then i'm like wait a minute they're doing vinyl too come
0: on why is this (laughs) not part of the original thing so yeah, Kirk says, "Ooh, all ten rock fans of Arkansas will be there." Ouch. <laughs> oh,
3: I don't. I, I don't. Uh, it is the home of living sacrifice. Don't yeah, underestimate this. That is
0: true. I I like the wedding. I'm very sad that they went away, and I wish they would get back together. Hmm. For more than Although just this I'm, one show.
3: Right. Well, and I'm a little weird. Like I actually prefer for their newer stuff like their, mm-hmm. their last record i thought was really good yeah and i was a little sad that they put out that one record you know on tooth and nail and they're like eh, or we could do it with something else and i'm like
0: oh come on well they had like they were in the process of making a new album and their van got broken into and they stole like the laptop that right. had all the new music on it and a bunch of stuff like that that kind of i think set them back far spirits. enough that i don't think they felt like they could overcome it
3: yeah well i guess that makes sense so
0: and cody driggers their basis
3: has gone on to play in project 86 and a bunch of other stuff since then too and now i think he's
0: also at least part owner in a clothing company called loner rebel so oh that's wow. kind of fun. all right yeah. good for him yeah uh, Five Iron Frenzy is playing two California shows in San Francisco, October 18th, and Hollywood on the 14th, and Squad 5-0 is reuniting after almost a decade of silence to open both shows. Now, Chris, are you going to go? I doubt it. Mm, Okay, fair enough. I'm old, and San Francisco is a long way around. Yeah, that's true you yeah, know I, I mean re- re- you're re- looking at like
3: there that was quite a trek
0: <laughs> it's it's an hour ish depending on time of day and traffic and whereabouts in the city they are and then the shows typically don't start till like seven or eight so then you're not done until 10 30 mm. i know i'm whining i shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> uh if,
3: i need to get to bed i got
0: jobs and stuff now <laughs> Uh, oh Kirk has a good question did squad do enough to warrant a reunion I'm gonna guess by the look on Paul's face that he's a little shocked and dismayed at your uh, comment Kirk well
3: let me front that. let me front any comment I'm about to make with the fact that I've never been a gigantic squad Five O fan mm-hmm. and I didn't really like their beginnings as skunk music which was ska punk okay. um and it was a little bit too raw for me. I really liked it when they went kind of glam rock and they did Bombs Over Broadway, which unfortunately came out just before 9-11 and therefore kind of set them back a little bit. they had to re-release the record with a different album cover and all that. But I always thought that that those records were really good, and I was shocked when they went away because it felt like they were kind of on the verge of something. They always had a, a pretty good cult following. So I don't know. I think they have just as much of a reason to reunite as a band like Slick Shoes or... Just recently, uh, I don't remember who it is that's playing in like North Carolina or something, but it's some fairly big mainstream band. And uh, 710 Split is reuniting to open for them. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's a weird choice. So, I mean, I think there are bands who have much less of a discography and much smaller of a fan base. They're like, we're going to do a reunion. Yeah. Woo! And I'm like, okay. And I just totally don't care. But I mean, it's like, that's cool. And I'm glad for them. But, you know, as far as like, Well, I'm being jealous that I don't live closer. Yeah, not not in the least. But yeah, I'd go. I mean, if I if I lived within 45 minutes, I'd I'd go to that because I like five iron pretty much. And Mm -hmm. you know, not all their stuff is my favorite, but you know, I know that it's a treat to see them live, which I
0: never got to do because it was sold out when I went to go see them. So, Mm. well, that's not that I'm bitter. No, not that you're bitter at all. I, uh, I I I've enjoyed seeing them the twice i think that i have had the opportunity to see them since they reunited the big thing for me is i don't know why they're touring so much when they need to make another album because they're getting paid a lot of money i'm sure i know but they (laughs) they still need to make another album i mean come on well and i think they're
3: writing for it i think the biggest problem has been nailing reese down to like really just hone in on it but just getting out of town for a weekend to do something that's a lot easier than yeah. having to hold yourself up in the studio for a week so you know. I don't know. I that's don't
0: just know. my thought. I hear you. I hear you. Well, moving on, not only did Islander lose all but their lead singer Mikey from their lineup, they have also parted ways with their longtime label Victory Records and they just dropped a new single called Summer. A little late, don't you think? Yeah. Ah! sorry (laughs) that should not have been that funny but uh let's face it it was funny yeah exactly (laughs) lecrae is heading winter jam west in november along with andy minio mac powell and family force five i may have to try to go to that so that i can say hi to uh brad family force five's new guitarist yeah yeah and oh and here's a little insight here's
3: Well, one thing is common knowledge. The other one's somewhat of an inside scoop. So I contacted Family Force Five's management Mm -hmm. about doing an interview about a week ago. And he goes, well, not right now, (laughs) but maybe in about four weeks. So I have a feeling that there is some sort of an announcement coming up that may clear the air, or at least maybe they'll have stuff nailed down better to actually be able to answer questions as opposed to me going, so
0: what you doing? Right. Where's the new record? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> or why is everybody leaving the band? Right. And also, of course they aren't
3: helping. I know why they're doing it. I do know why they're doing it, but at the same time, they're not helping anything by running all these massive sales on their website for their merch. Cause it feels like they're trying to like, it feels like they're liquidating a store closing. Yeah, because they're like they're selling old tour banners. Almost all their shirts were like fifty percent off the other day, and was going. You're not really reassuring anybody that this is a long term thing because you guys are like selling
0: everything. Right, <laughs> they're like selling stage clothes that they performed in. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Well, so I mean, I guess that begs the question then: what What do we think Family Force Five might? do are they going to continue in being similar to the family force five that we've known and loved or are they going to go more towards the other half of time stand still family force five like the uh more k lovey toned down electronic sound
3: I don't know. I mean, when when I talked to Chapstick right before he left the band, um, he was he was saying that he felt like this was heavy, but not in a guitar heavy way, in a funk heavy sort of way. And I was like, oh, okay, that that, that sounds cool. Um, really, no 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 heavy guitars, no uh, no earthquake kind of songs. Oh, you know, because I hate to be that wow. guy. I mean, I I totally appreciate why bands get frustrated at the the crew like me, for them is like make business up front party in the back again
0: yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly well before we hit our last news bit let's take a look at what we've got going on with kirk and the other stuff
1: now here's something we hope you'll really like bright city is a worship outfit from brighton uk that brings a very modern electronic sound to the listener while comparisons to Hillsong United and Young and Free are warranted, their writing and creativity makes it sound like they are on the same playground instead of on the same swing. Your creation has inspired my every move You're the song Their sound takes its cues from several current artists without sounding like a clone or a cheap rip It is a very fresh synth-pop sound that knows it's here for a purpose. Nothing sounds out of place. The lyrics are definitely vertical to God and nature as you would expect. There are some unexpected and different analogies and imagery used as well that keep the listener interested. maker the new album from bright city is available everywhere now this has been captain kirk with the other stuff for the rock in a hard place podcast
0: Uh, I was trying to wait and see if there was another goat scream at the end of that audio. I'm all cautious now. Ever since it happened that one time, I'm just afraid he's going to throw it in randomly. <laughs> yes. So. I,
3: I, I kind of miss it, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, so Garrick said that uh, he thinks Family Force 5 is going to sound like the new Nine Lashes. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. man. Oh, too funny! Ouch! Ouch! Well, the last little bit of news we have to talk about is: Me Without You is touring for the celebration of their debut album A B Life, which actually turns 15 this year.
3: Just ain't right, man.
0: Just tickets right. are on sale now. Yes. Oh man. So uh, if anybody was paying attention to the Rock Rockin' a Hard Place uh, Facebook page today, you probably saw that I posted a video uh, that was released by New Release Tuesday, an interview with one of the guys uh, talking to Toby, Michael, and Kevin uh, backstage at the DC Talk Cruise. But I gotta ask Paul, how on earth did you discover that it would be so funny <laughs> Using the YouTube uh, subtitle maker. I, I'm ashamed and proud of
3: myself to say that I discovered it completely on my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it was in when I saw like the little clip of it on Facebook, you know, like how it will auto play an embedded video without the sound. Well, it it had some subtitles on there. And so I just assumed that's what it was. And I don't know if new release today um, added those in for just that part of the preview. Or wh- I don't know exactly how all that worked. Gotcha. So I'm sitting there watching it in the studio, and and I'm listening to it through the cue speaker and the board. So it's not like I can get it really all that loud. And the audio quality. I'm sorry, new release today, guys. The audio quality was
0: terrible.
3: Yeah. You're on a friggin' boat backstage, <laughs> and somehow they didn't wire them for sound at all. And it was it was really bad. Well, they could have so at least like, tried well, a shotgun mic or something. Yeah, they needed something. They were for as big as new release today seems to be these days, they were they were very ill prepared for yeah. that one. And I understand, I've been there. I it's it's okay. But for the love of Pete, it's like it seems like if there was any interview to not blow, it'd be that one. Um, but that's always the way. I because I know exactly how that would be um so anyway so i was like i'll just turn on this the subtitle surely that's what that was and i start reading the subtitles and i can barely hear what they're saying i'm like that is not what he just said but that is funny
0: (laughs) So, so yeah so i get this link or well actually i got a statement from paul over uh facebook messenger and it says you know you need to check out the dc talk video uh from new release today and you need to turn on The uh, YouTube auto subtitles and I didn't have a chance to grab it until this afternoon. I finally took a couple of minutes and sat down and I didn't even watch the whole thing um, because my wife was trying to figure out why I was laughing so hard. You have to go check it out. It's posted on our Facebook page. It's up near the top. So go check out the rock and a hard place podcast Facebook page and uh, watch that video and turn on the YouTube auto subtitles. If you need a good laugh, this will pull you out of your depression. It is wild,
3: especially if you think about the odds of
0: any of those three guys saying those words right. exactly. <laughs> exactly. uh Kirk just let us know some depressing news. He said that uh, audio adrenaline's some kind of zombie. Will be 20 years old this year. I refuse. No. Just no. 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 I'm out. No. We lost (laughs) Paul, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. He's gone.
3: Yeah. Uh, Wow. I'm still a little bitter. I don't know where it is, but I bought a tour shirt from that tour that had a, like a skull and crossbone sign on it that glowed in the dark. It was yeah, pretty wow. cool. It, no way it would fit me now, but I'm still a little jealous that I don't have the shirt. I have no clue what happened to it,
0: uh, it was pretty cool. You know, if your wife is anything like my wife, she probably said, you know, Paul never wears this, and I bet you he wouldn't miss it, so I'm just going to give it away.
3: Well, I think I lost it before I went away to college, which is even more mysterious. Uh, well, then your roommate probably
0: grabbed it. Could be, could be, could be. <laughs> Time to go through his old clothes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, is there anything of import that we need to talk about? I mean, I've been kind of out of it for a little while, but I haven't heard any massive rumblings of anything serious going on.
3: Um, no, no. Um, I did have a weird and very un-rock-and-roll moment yesterday, though, that I'll I'll share with you just for a second. <laughs> okay. This is one of those weird things that happen only when you work in CCM radio. So Matthew West was coming in to do, like, an interview with the midday guy. And I knew this was happening. You know, if, like, artists come in from time to time, it's fine. Well, my boss pokes his head in the door while I'm producing the morning show for the next day. And he goes, hey, Paul, what are you doing at 1230? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be here at 1230. He goes, well, if you stick around until 1230, we're going to have lunch. I was like, okay, so we're going to have lunch. What is it? He goes, well, I don't even know yet, but we're having lunch, and uh, Matthew West is sticking around to eat lunch. I'm like, okay. So I ended up having lunch with like 10 other people and Matthew West and his record label rep for about an hour and a half and found out way more about Matthew West than I ever thought possible. <laughs> that was a weird, weird thing. I mean, he was a super nice guy. But yeah. It was just strange, but he had some interesting stories to tell. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was really weird. I'm just sitting there going, this would be really, really fun for somebody. Right. I'm enjoying myself, but I know so many people who would just be like uber jealous that I'm doing this. I'm like, yay, there's catering and it's Mexican. Woohoo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got to meet Matthew West, uh... What was it? It was a couple of years ago when Toby came through Sacramento for his hits deep tour. Oh yeah. Matthew West was one of the artists that was on there. And you know, I was backstage waiting to go up at the beginning of the show and just tell people about broken FM, which I wasn't actually prepared to do. Um, Right. I was just told that that's what I was going to be doing. I was like, Hey, get down there. You're going to go up on stage. Uh, what? So, well, and I mean, it was kind of weird because like we didn't even broadcast in that area. So I was telling people that they would have to like download the, uh, the app and listen online and that, you know, maybe someday we'd be in their neighborhood or something. I don't know. It was just Uh... all kind of weird. Um, but we had JD drew from K love was the first guy to go out on the stage because of course K Love and, and stuff was like the they were one of the main sponsors of the event. And then there's a couple other people from a couple local stations and not only did I have to introduce like myself and talk about broken FM, but I had to introduce the person who was coming up next from Air One. And it's not like her name was Joan Smith. Was it Copelia? Oh, I don't even remember what it was, but it was one of those things that I will never forget. Because I, 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 I kept saying that I'm trying to think of what I'm said supposed you to You forgot. What's that? It's like you just said it was something you never forget. But before that, you well, said you right, forgot what a okay. name was. It, was. it was one of those things that I don't remember it now. But at the time, it was one of those unique names. <laughs> this was like six years ago, Paul. I don't know what you expect from me. I'm old, remember? <laughs> it's okay. You were old then, too. Hey. Ah, ah. <laughs> watch your mouth watch your <laughs> mouth anyhow i just kept trying to come up with what i needed to say to the audience while saying her name in the back of my mind over and over and over again so that i could pronounce it properly and then turn around and hand her the microphone and walk off the stage and it was one of the most awkward things i've ever done as a dj
3: yes well i i I dare say it was probably Copelia because it's especially if she told you her name, mm-hmm. it is a little hard to catch because she when she's talking on air, she's very like, you know, uh, non-accented. I mean, you know, she's very straight ahead. She doesn't sound like she's Hispanic at all. But then when she says her name, she's like, hey, how you doing, everybody? What's going on? I'm Copelia, And we're doing this. I'm like, what did you just say? Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, she's, she seems to be super nice. Uh, I know people who know her. And say she's really cool, and she now works for Engine Radio in Houston.
0: Ah, saying. she got stolen by uh, Chris Chicago. Yeah, pilfered, if you will. Pilfered. So, I, well, well, oh, it is Chris. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> I and keep waiting about for that my...
3: first name. It just it just lends itself to all
0: this. I keep waiting for my phone call saying, "Hey, I got a job for you." <laughs>
3: Yeah, I keep on waiting for him to say, hey, I don't know what the last guys were thinking, but why aren't we playing the Christian Rock 20? Let's put it back on. So. Well, not that I'm bitter. Or anything. I'll,
0: I'll shoot him an email. We'll see what I can do. There you go. Because <laughs> <laughs>
3: you guys are super tight.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, you- I can. I have his cell number. I can text him. Okay, well, fair enough. Fair enough. Not that I ever
3: do. Does, does he know you have his cell number? <laughs> actually <laughs> see i feel the same way i'll get i'll get artist calls and i'm like i'm saving that number my phone yeah exactly so that way i can accidentally butt dial them one of these days yep. and I'll be like, who is this guy
0: <laughs> oh hey how's that album going yeah. uh yeah no i don't know if he if he knows oh my <laughs> goodness uh let's see here let's go let's do your uh your blender shall we sure sure so song blender we take a song we take a chunk
3: out of it we spin it backwards we lower the pitch and we see if chris can get it and uh yeah i mean this is a song that i know chris knows and if he doesn't well then i'm gonna be very sad but i've given you a longer clip today because i'm feeling overconfident which is probably misguided but <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious to see how you do with it okay all right let's
0: <laughs> i always get nervous when you say stuff like that
3: <laughs>
0: that makes me happy uh, let's check this out
1: Hmm.
0: it almost sounds like KJ you think so huh why are
2: you scared
3: Keep in mind that sound is not a breath. That's an instrument. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. You like that now, do <laughs> um, My gut wants to say it's Face Melt by KJ52. And I am so misguided. <laughs> You're right. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Chris is back. <laughs> and i suck (laughs) oh my word all right well let's play forwards and see what that sounds like i swear to you guys i don't cheat okay so now that i've played it forwards listen to it backwards and just see if it makes sense to you the way it does to me Does that not sound the same? (laughs) Can you not hear that?
3: I mean, shut up. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I love it. Guys, I want you guys to, to, to take note of this, that Chris is being mean to me. just just, just, i wanted that to be recorded
0: oh and like you weren't mean to me like 30 seconds ago do i need to rewind the audio and play back what you said yeah but that's different it's not different (laughs) (laughs) to me it is oh man (laughs) hey are you uh are you in the uh path of totality for the eclipse at all yes i am and your town is probably like crazy busy with everybody getting ready to come in and visit every you. hotel and campground has been sold out for about six months and mm-hmm. a lot of it is japanese tourists coming in just to I, see this yeah no i bet my uh, sister-in-law lives in idaho falls and they are in the path of totality also And so they were debating like renting camping spots in their backyard to people who wanted to tent there through like Airbnb Um, and having my in-laws rent out their house via Airbnb and just have my in-laws stay at my sister-in-law's place. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they actually did that or not, but uh, yeah, I mean, what an opportunity right i bet they could still get
3: it if they put it up now <laughs>
0: oh i bet they could I, they may have already done it i don't know my sister's the yeah. one who would have to find that out but i mean you could make right. a, a good quick little bit of money doing that
2: mm-hmm. so
3: yeah we've got friends coming up from like cool springs i think to hang out with us well i think well it's it's two couples one of which is uh lives in cool springs the other one's living like alabama or something but they're coming oh, up here to see it as good well deal.
0: So, yeah well we'll get a partial i think it'll only be about or something like that from where I am here. The wife debated hopping in the van and driving to Idaho to stay with her sister, but it's the first day of, uh, of school for the girls. And that kind of time gone just wasn't the best idea. So we'll go see it as a partial and we'll enjoy every bit of that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. I mean, it's weird though. There've been all these news stories going around here about, people buying uh eclipse glasses that turned out not to be certified and therefore could accidentally blind you oh, so there's dang. been like big organizations who bought up tons of these things and started giving them out and then either after they were gone or after they were almost gone realized that they were fakes mm. and we're like, uh-oh well then yeah. uh-oh um
0: so if you guys have those uh don't use them <laughs> so like, go freight. to harbor freight or something like that and buy a six dollar pair of welding goggles true you know, or uh, actually the, they sent a note around to parents at Ring and Valley Christian who said um, you can actually turn your phone around to a selfie camera and you point it at the sun and the screen will darken way down to try and get a picture of the sun. And so you can yeah. hold it up looking at your phone while the camera's pointed at the sun and you can get a really good shot of uh, what the eclipse is supposed to be.
3: I wonder if that would fry your camera sensor, though. That's a lot. I don't, I don't think so.
1: Okay.
3: I don't know. Yeah, we uh Sarah's at uh, Lipscomb University are going to be filming it, so they bought like special camera filters to put oh, it yeah. on it so that you can actually see it and it would protect the the sensors and all that stuff.
0: There's some really know. cool um information out there. And I know this isn't a like a <laughs> A science, science, podcast. science podcast or whatever uh but there's a youtube channel that is called smarter every day and mm-hmm. destin is the is the host of that and he talks to a guy from his local town that's a big eclipse fan he goes and chases eclipses all over the place um and there's nice. some really cool stuff if you're in the path of totality there's some really cool stuff that you can see right before during and right after um so go check it out smarter every day look for the eclipse info and, uh, and check out some of the different uh, phenomena that you might happen to see. So it looks really, really interesting.
3: Nice. So. There is a couple here who's getting married at like this Adventure Science Center here mm-hmm. uh, right before it happens. And then the Science Center is letting them go up on the
0: roof to watch it right after they get married. Nice. I thought that was kind of cool. Very, very cool. All right, Paul. Well, what have you got for a would you add it? You actually have two of them from what I could tell.
3: Yes, I do, and uh, I'll be totally honest, because I threw the, all these together last minute. I don't remember the names of them, so but I can pull that up. Right Everything here. new and Reconcile. Yes, and Reconcile is one. I've gotten stuff from them before, and I always want to like them. Um, if for no other reason than I like somebody who's gutsy enough to spell Reconcile that badly. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, I keep on getting stuff sent from them, and they're very earnest. <laughs> and uh, I just never quite know what to think about it. And in the end, I usually don't do a whole lot with it, and I don't think much of anybody else does either, which is nothing against them. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Yeah, so let's let's hear the Reconcile track and see what you guys think about it.
1: Mountains are moving, chains are moving.
0: Got a good voice. You're muted if you're talking I can't hear you. Okay. Now, how about you share?
3: (laughs) Okay. I was just going to say, yes, he does have a great voice. Um, And this track in particular mystifies me a little because this does not seem like it fits the format more so than anything. But it was sent specifically to me um, by a promoter for the Christian Rock 20. And don't get me wrong. There are some songs that are currently charting that just if you handed them to me and said, do these fit the format? I would Mm. say no. But so I'm not infallible to this at all. But at the same time, this is not one of the songs that I would pick out as, "Oh, this is a rock song." So I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I agree. You know, it's it's not that it's a bad song, Mm-mm. but um, I wouldn't play it on Broken. It's just too mellow. Yeah,
3: yeah, so. I think that's where I come to. And I don't remember if it gets heavier or not. I have don't I don't remember if I've listened to this thing all the way through. Um which well, is kind of half the point because we only give you the first minute or so. Right. But uh, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, it's what I think they're. I want to say they're from Canada. No offense to, to Tom at all. Um, But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just maybe I'm wrong. So now I feel bad. I don't know. I don't remember where they're from, but uh, I get since well, one, like a single from them about once every six months. And I think I may be friends with one of their members on Facebook, but okay. uh, I don't know. Full I, mean, disclosure. Th- I think they've
0: got talent, but, I just don't, I never quite know what to do with them. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, again, they don't sound bad, but, you know, I mean, it's like, it's something that I wouldn't mind if it popped up on shuffle on my phone, if I were just listening to music, but for me to program that particular song to Broken doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, it Agreed. just, it would stand out too much in a bad way. Yeah. I could see yeah. Demon Hunter playing first and then it jumps into this song and you were like, yeah it's mm. kinda weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: Agreed. So So the second one I have is from a band that um I, I always get a slightly wary whenever this is this is their bio. We are known regionally as a solid Christian Rock Act and we have opened for these bands regionally, which usually means that they played two or three dates outside of their hometown in the next town over. And they get added to open for for other bands who are coming through, which is not a bad thing. I mean, but I've seen some really horrible bands open for for some really good bands. Right. Um, So, I mean, it's one of those things where it it, it almost feels like you're grasping a little bit. But um, the other thing that struck me about these guys, and if you guys are listening, this is, I'm laughing just as much as myself as anybody else. But they sent their band picture, which is not a bad thing, except for the fact that they all look like they're our age. Okay then I'm going okay you guys you guys have been around for a long time why don't we know about you yet and they sent this song and it's not a bad song but it's it's there's there's a couple things about it that bother me and I can't quite put my finger on them but let's listen to the clip and see what it what they are the band is called everything new and the song is called bring me to the water <laughs>
0: not digging the vocal quite yet maybe it'll change in a little bit but at the moment not so much It sounds like a karaoke version of allies. Of allies. Wow. See, I was thinking
3: it sounded like what I would imagine Decipher Down sounded like when they just formed as a band. Hmm. Like if they had just formed with TJ and not their original lead singer. Right. Okay. Okay. And the sad thing is, is like, lyrically, I don't think it's bad. No. Like, I actually really dig the chorus, and I don't know if I would like it more if the intro was different, because I don't think the intro is bad, but it, it, I think that the, uh, here's what I will say. I think that the production sounds better on the chorus than it sounds on the, at least the opening verse. Yeah. Because um, it sounds like it's better put together, and, and it felt weird that the the like the opening notes for the song were real a lot hotter and louder than like the di- distorted guitar parts which should feel heavier. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, for me, it's like I, I get what you're saying about the vocals, especially in the beginning, right? Um, but I think it's it's one of those things where it's just on the verge of being produced well, but it's not quite there yet. And it's one of those deals where you have to think that like if the guys from like um, as We Ascend, or even um, Brandon Mills from Decipher Down got a hold of them, and they had a good producer, and it was mixed really well. I could see it being a pretty good song that might actually do something, but where right. it sits now, I'm just like, ah.
0: Yeah. No, I I don't know. I, I mean, I think there's promise there. Um, yeah. I'd want to hear more from them, like some other stuff. It just, I don't know. The song kind of felt like it dragged a little bit, especially at the beginning. Like, I it could
3: have yeah, and maybe that's it because like it's got that aggression in the chorus that that feels like it it's not as draggy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. It just it felt like it dragged a little bit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do some work, guys. Send us something else. Let's see what it sounds like. There you go.
3: And by the way, like we we think that. I mean, oh, well, I can't speak for Chris. I think both bands have talent and I yeah. would like to hear more. Um, but of course not everything is for
0: everybody. So exactly. So I, yeah. I would, I would say that you spoke for me in that Paul. Okay. All right, cool. That is that okay. That's, that's totally fine. All right, good. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I think that that is going to do it for us. Got a little bit of a late start, but, uh, I've also got some stuff I need to get done tonight and Paul's got to go put his daughter to bed soon. So, uh, We will call it a night. Uh, Be aware, Thursday nights, that's when we're going to try and do this little podcast deal. Keep an eye on the Facebook page. We'll let you know if that changes or if for some reason we're not able to do a show. Uh, Check out our sponsors at Tweaked Audio. Tons of different styles and colors, lots to choose from. And if you use the code HARDPLACE when you check out, you get a discount and we get a little payday, so uh, be sure to use that code HARDPLACE, all one word. Also, you can uh, check out our Patreon patreon.com forward slash R-N-A-H-P. We would love to have you come alongside the podcast. All the money that is uh, raised on the Patreon and with uh, tweaked audio are used to keep the website going and all of that stuff. It's not like Paul and I are pocketing tens of thousands of dollars. It may be tens of thousands of pennies but that's about the size of it uh so we're appreciative to those who have come alongside us so far and we'd encourage you guys to do the same all right guys thanks for hanging out thanks for hanging in actually over the last couple of weeks while we weren't able to get together and uh let's try and make this happen on a regular basis shall we i'm chris cooner and i'm paul gibson well hopefully see you next week